Hey guys, welcome back to yet another episode of We're Here for the Occult Stuff podcast. And Shannon is definitely wants to make 100% sure that you know that you have now entered into a contract to listen to a podcast, our podcast. I'm Martina McAtee, sometimes known as only James, sometimes known as Nina or Nin. That's what she calls me. So don't be alarmed. There's not more than two of us here. It's just us. Well, there's two small children sleeping, but that they don't count. Not for long. Yeah. Dun, dun, That's dun. the haunting of my life. <laughs> Yeah, we're always on a time clock. <laughs> Though today we're on a time clock for a different reason, because my child is also arriving. She's coming to pick you up. Yeah, she's coming to get me. My mom's, my mom's coming to get, get me. me. I'm Shannon Ezell, and on this podcast, I never said my name. Just in No, case. you didn't, so, but that's okay. Just in case you want to know who I was. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and we do themed episodes each week. This week we are doing... Time slips. Time slips, which I didn't know anything about. Yeah, it's... She meant time travelers maybe a mandela effect but then i looked into the story and yeah I was like, so oh, it's really different time travel and time slips are different only in that time travel is like you sort of enter into it knowing you are going to travel through time there and it's like a involved. yeah there was consent whereas time slips you're just like whoop, gone whoopsie, whoopsie. <laughs> holy shit i fell into another dimension holy shit the 16th century i better get the fuck out of here <laughs> Wait a minute, am I in England? Shit, I'm Irish. <laughs> I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm I gotta run from I gotta run from the English. Before the sun set that day in my time slip, I would be burned at a stake. Quick. Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, somebody would say something to me, I'd pop off, and that would be the end of me. I wouldn't know if I could keep my mouth shut. Like, some man would be like, what are you doing here? You're too tall. You know, six <laughs> foot tall. So You're too tall. <laughs> A six foot tall. What are you doing here? You're too tall for this century. Blow their fucking. They would put me in a sideshow. They'd be like, look at the giant woman. She's taller than the tallest man in the world. It's like. Because men were only five feet tall back then. Because they just eat meat and hay or whatever. (laughs) Ah, yes. The days when you ate meat and hay. Like a carnivorous horse. (laughs) Nay. (laughs) Like your son. Nay. It's like, oh my God. Is that horse okay? You ask my son, what does a horse say? He shakes his whole body and balls his fists. And he gets a very serious look at his face and he goes, nay. Like a creeper. He's a creepy, creepy, violent horse. So time slips are non-consensual. They're non-consensual. You're walking along and then you're like, why are all these cosplayers here? This is weird. How did I how did I stumble onto a Renaissance festival? I, yeah, I just wanted to take a walk in the park, and now um, here I am. I'm with a flash mob yeah. of cosplayers. <laughs> just started singing and dancing. I, it would take me forever to notice. How about that? It's true, especially if you were listening to a podcast. I do do that, and I listen to audiobooks, or I'm just really tired, so I'm just walking around like, where the fuck is the Starbucks? Well, I know there was a goddamn Starbucks Where is you holding Starbucks? <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Like, why do you talk to me like that? Where is the village Starbucks? Giant woman, why are you in pants? Burn her, him. Technically, you're in shorts, really short oh. shorts. They'd be like, "Where? Why are you in your underwear in the town square?" Even their underwear was longer <laughs> than my shorts. True. Yeah. 
I would blow their minds. I have really long legs. Yeah, very long. They'd <laughs> would, be afraid of you. They think you're an really alien. Funny. I would just like walk really long with my arms. Like out. one of those. Was it the car? The the car dealership? Things? Wacky inflatable flailing tube man. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, I am the epitome of the wacky inflatable flailing tube man. Oh, remember when you used to do your Walmart walk? Yeah, we used to go to Walmart at two a.m. back before. That Way back in the day. In the day before we knew that that was a bad idea. Yeah. Even though you were 11 years older than me. Oh, no, I was very much. I was very much a consenting adult at that point, And I should have been the responsible I was not, adult. I was a minor. <laughs> yeah. And instead, I would put her on the hood of my car and drive through the Taco Bell drive through so she could just wave at the employees. Yeah. We, we were so funny. We were sober. Yeah, we were stone cold sober, but we were so stupid. Also, we used to pretend that we were kidnapping her and throw her in the trunk of my car in the middle of the Walmart parking lot. It's problematic. It's very problematic, but also nobody cared. In 2021, we would be canceled. Yes, but again, Walmart, 2 a.m., throwing <laughs> a six-foot blonde into our trunk. Yep. Nobody cared. Didn't give it one shit. But it was really cool because I had this car that had like a glow in the dark handle. You could just pop it. Yeah, so like, safe. Yeah. So that's what that's how it started. We just wanted to know that the handle worked in the event one of us was truly ever kidnapped. <laughs> and if we were gonna find a time slip, just to tie it back in, you saw I brought it back, guys. Yeah, that was good. It would have been a Walmart at two AM in Jupiter. Imagine in how surprised we would have been if we opened the trunk and you were gone. And I ended up in, <laughs> in a, my, in a in 1978 Dodge. But it would have been fine because I would have had my uh, velour tracksuit baby f- with baby fat on the ass. <laughs> and your your little little rhinestone cat. Yeah, yeah. I would have fit right in. I'd have been like, it's the 70s, baby. Yeah. yeah, they would have been like, oh my God, this girl is such a trendsetter. Yeah, I would have been like, you, ca- you like cats? That, and then on my butt it says sweet. Yeah, I feel like, oh, no, juicy. It's juicy. Juicy. My butt was not juicy in 2002. No. My butt isn't juicy now. It's and I've right. given it plenty of opportunity to feed itself. <laughs> it's true. It's it's just, it's not in the cards for you. Did we research stories? Did we, we did. But our... specifically? Guys, time slips, there's not a lot of them that have a lot of details. So we're just padding our episode with no. little anecdotes <laughs> about our lives. We love it. Or they don't. Or, or they, they don't. just logged off and we're back to five listeners. That's hey, all right. The five. Our core five. Yeah. Three of our listeners and two of my book club members. Hey, guys. <laughs> That's right. What's up, Ruth? And some of our family. <laughs> All right. So I did mine on, it's called the uh, Moberly and Jordan Incident. Yes. So on August 10th, 1901 in France, obviously, Charlotte Moberly and Evelyn Jordan took a train to Versailles. They were just going to sightsee. A little backstory, Mowbray was born in 1846 in Winchester, England, and she was a principal at St. Hugh's College in Oxford. A pretty serious lady. And Jordan was 17 years younger than her, and she was like an assistant to Mowbray. And, or like a secretary, I guess. Anyway, they were both like educated and educators, if you know what I'm saying. So yes. they're pretty serious ladies, not ladies that you would assume would just, just make shit up randomly go making shit up like this so they get to the castle they're in like a tour group they're for some reason break away from the tour group and they go because they are science ladies and rebels they wanted to see some flowers they were cottagecore lesbians probably and they wanted to go fuck in a bush (laughs) that's how i choose that's that's what cottagecore lesbians do (laughs) they wear really kitschy clothing and they fucking (laughs) or they just 
decided to run down. The While North wearing Birkenstocks. And to have a photo shoot. Probably not. They didn't have cell phones. But you know what I'm saying. They just wanted to go have a moment alone because they were gal pals. <laughs> Galling I mean? around. We're faking that up. We're, but what are they going to sue us? They're dead. <laughs> um, so anyway. So they wanted to go see this other building. And they were walking around. They end up getting lost. And as they're walking, they're starting to feel a little bit depressed, a little bit tired. And then they encounter, yes. They're like, are we in the depression? <laughs> they're just like, I would get depressed if I was walking too long, too. That always happens to me when well, I'm walking it's, too Well, it's long. like the Palace of Versailles, right? Yeah. Like, that's where they're at? Yeah. yeah, that is a big fucking place. Yeah. I'd get about halfway through, and I'd just be like, no, I'm done. Yeah, I would just sit down and get depressed, too. Be like, my parents will find me eventually. Yes, I'm 35. I don't care. <laughs> they're coming. I know it. So anyway, so then they encounter a large group of people that were strangely dressed in old-fashioned fancy clothing. I know I'm going to take a picture. This is what we deal with while we're recording, by the way. My cat, he, he's here for the cat cast. He is recording after us, and he swears he reserved this dining room table for this time slot for him and Boris. <laughs> hey, bud. Um, anyways, the paw cast, if you the will. The paw cast. Oh, that's better than the cat cast. Anyway. They encounter a bunch of people in old-fashioned clothing, and they describe it as, like, being inside of a living picture. The whole vibe felt extremely uncomfortable, extremely unpleasant. Much like a flash mob. Exactly. So even objects, they said, that should have some movement to it, like leaves and flowers, including a fountain, were completely still. And the sun was out, but they said there was no shadows. It's right? creepy. Yeah, so they thought so. <laughs> so they come upon, they they wrote a book. So As one do. So they, they came across a man in the garden with a wide brimmed hat. They said that he had horrible pock scars and that his grin was really creepy. Wow. That's rude. Super Some rude. Some people have acne. Especially since they're not claiming he was a demon. He was just like an old tiny person. He was like, hey, they were, he was. You know what they didn't have thing. back in old times? toothbrushes and also clearasil yeah yeah leave him alone he probably literally had some kind of pox like probably yeah he literally had the pox pox, big pox medium pox (laughs) yeah there was a lot of pox back then yeah and then we got two pox chicken pox (laughs) there's a lot of them no i think think we'll just skip that i think they loved it anyway um they said he looked right through them as if he didn't see them but then they also said they met another guy in a wide-brimmed hat and he guided them to the petite Trianon, which was the building they were looking for. It's just another fucking giant building, bigger than all of our houses. Yeah. But just but like, it's small oh, to them. Basically, they're fucking woodshed. They didn't give a fuck about it back in the day. These ladies did. That's what they were looking for. On the way back from, uh, on the way back to the palace, they passed a woman in old time clothing. She was extremely fancy. They get back to the, they didn't interact with her, apparently, which I thought was weird. I would be like, hey, what are you doing? Like, what's going what's on What's happening here? here? Like, yeah. are, is, is there like one of those mystery this weekends going on? we would never get into a time slip because we'd be like, oh my God, it's happening. I'm asking questions. I'm so excited. Hi, guys. Listen, <laughs> I know you don't know what's happening here, but I think we do. It's a time slip and I cannot wait to talk about it on my podcast. You don't know what that is. Sit down. Let me tell you everything that's happened. <laughs> sit down, sit down, sit down. Can I bring you and that's how they ended up in the asylum for being a hysterical woman. <laughs> I'd be like, D- D- what's the Wi-Fi password? Let's just do a live podcast from here. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious if they did lock us up, but then we slipped back into our time and be like the two disappearing crazy women from the from the asylum? We would get so many more listeners. So many. 
nobody would believe us. We but would still, go from actually, six to twelve. Like, yeah, overnight. definitely. Except now we would be a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, a cool conspiracy yeah. podcast. Like not, not disinformation. Not like all the other podcasts that are about conspiracies. <laughs> Lame. We're starting a podcast beef yeah. right now. <laughs> hey, flat earthers. No. Just kidding. Just kidding, flat. Whatever. I don't care if you think the earth is flat. That's true. More, do, it, do you? More room on the cruise for me. <laughs> um, anyway, they later claimed that the woman was Marie Antoinette, of course. So it couldn't just be a random fancy. Well, it is the Palace of Versailles. Yeah, she was probably hanging out there. Anyway, they completed their tour, um, and the two girls didn't really talk about it. Then a week later, uh, Mowbray brought it up to Jourdain, and they decided that they would separately write about it and then kind of compare notes. As know. scientific ladies yeah, are wont were, to do. Exactly. So um, it did, and then they started to investigate it. And it turns out that August 10th, 1792, mind you, they went August 10th, 18... You, rewind the podcast. I said it. <laughs> So maybe we're going to She can't flip her notebook back. She just can't. I can't. It's going to make a sound. And then we're going to try and edit it out. Anyway, so maybe like 100 years later to the day, the palace was actually under attack and all the king's Swiss guards were completely slaughtered. And that was in a courtyard outside. They also went back to the castle and they couldn't find the path that they took or some of the things that they specifically remember, including a small bridge and a garden like lookout tower thing and those things turned out were destroyed in that attack uh mobley and jordan they wrote a book about the encounter called an adventure they wrote about it in 1911 <laughs> I, I think they kind of buried the lead an adventure like yeah. in what babysitting like People give us more it. information People loved it it blew up and of course most like uh other people said that it was a like Hoax? made up story or hysterical women that just saw some people dressed differently from them. <laughs> because you know, as as women, like when we see people that are dressed not like us, we immediately start hallucinating. Yeah, did they even making know up time... stories? Yeah, did they even know what time slips were? I no. don't know. Wild accusations fly. Yeah, but eventually, uh, doesn't really have anything to do with anything. But the one that I told you that was a principal, she quit being a principal. At the end of her career, because of a mass walkout, because all her staff said that she was extremely horrible to work with. Wow. She just doesn't sound like a lady that would make that up. No, she sounds like Dolores Umbridge takes a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to write that fanfic where Dolores Umbridge and her lesbian lover take a walk in Versailles. fall through a time slip. That's why she was so crotchety. Yeah, she liked the other place better. She wanted some crotch. In me. Uh, <laughs> that was bad. Sorry. All right. This is a comedy podcast wah, after all. Wah, wah. I might make some jokes upon the fly. All right. Well, I lost my notes, so this is going to be fun. This is fun. Professional, two professional ladies doing Just, a very high quality podcast. If you came here for high quality, you were in the wrong place. Just <laughs> FYI. High quality podcast, low quality <laughs> lady. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there should be something about, like, you know, the streets versus the sheets, but I can't think of anything right now. Fill in the blanks. You guys are funnier yeah, than Yeah, you're... Anyway. Exactly. And then you can put it in the group, and we'll all laugh. Yeah. Oh, I love the group. But lately, people have been posting stuff. It's fun. I know. It makes me happy. It really makes me... I love our six listeners. They're very active. My, my six people. Those are my peeps. All right. So I'm going to tell you the story of the Vanishing Hotel. Okay. So apparently, this hotel is the time slip. Why couldn't A.J. Holmes' hotel disappear? Yeah. 
Well, can you imagine how upset people would be if a hotel just magically appeared and then people just were being <laughs> slaughtered in it? They'd be like, can we make worse. this hotel disappear again? Everybody in the town just flees like the state of Marshmallow Man just You're came on. crashing through town. You're 100% right. That's definitely worse. All right. So in 1979, um, two couples, uh, Len and Cynthia Gisby and Jeff and Pauline Simpson, uh-huh. uh, left their homes in Dover, England and basically went on a road trip uh they saw france and spain and just kind of they all did you know like the whole european holiday kind of thing yeah Yeah. um so basically everything was fine it was completely uneventful um then on the night of october 3rd they were um heading down a freeway in france the montelemar freeway of course i'm totally butchering that but just let's just let's just pretend i did that really well um but they get to – they realize that it's just going to take too long to keep driving, so they want to stop for the night. Um, they get to a motel that looks fairly decent, so they go in, and the guy's like, no, we're all booked for the night. Um, but he's wearing, like, a weird uniform. That's, like, the first thing they notice mm-hmm. is he's wearing kind of, like, a weird uniform, and his his – demeanor is off but they're just like whatever and he's like we don't have any vacancies but down the road there's an inn and they have availability probably whatever they're like whatever we want to go sleep somewhere so let's go um they find the road that he suggests with no problem but as they're driving down this sort of like windy back road they notice all these like vintage circus posters that's cool. Yeah, and they're kind of just like, well, this is Our neat. Our like, would be like, oh my god, this is adorable. <laughs> oh my god, Dude. there's a vintage circus. <laughs> a vintage circus. Oh my god, vintage circus. That's my We're staying. We're staying the night, <laughs> and we're going to the vintage circus. Yes, this is exciting. Um, but they said that the road itself also seemed kind of um, different. Like it was cobblestone and like really narrow. Mm-hmm. So it, they knew something like that just didn't look right. But they were so tired, they just didn't care. Um, also, when they got there, there were two other buildings next to the inn. Um, it wasn't tall. It was like a two-story building. Right. And then on one side, it was like a police like a police station almost. And then on the other one, they I don't remember what they said that one was. Um, it just There was just a sign outside that said hotel. So when they went in there, nobody spoke English. Like, so communicating was really hard. Right. Um, but they ended up getting their room. They're too tired. They just, they notice everybody's kind of dressed weird, but they don't care i guess uh, europeans yeah exactly so they go upstairs they go to sleep the next morning they come downstairs and they go to breakfast and there's a woman much like marie antoinette like who's dressed like she just came from a fancy ball in the in the morning like day room eating her breakfast it was just me guys yeah (laughs) so they're side-eyeing this woman pretty hard but they're just like weird but like while they're there they take a bunch of pictures and they just like they just do their holiday thing right so they leave and um they everything seems fine but they did say that while they were there like everything was very old-timey like um almost like somebody had taken a snapshot of like an old hotel and recreated it down to like the studs right um so they thought that was kind of weird but then they thought maybe it's a theme hotel (laughs) i wouldn't know the difference i'd be like yeah this is europe this is europe i know that exists i've never been there well they were saying like the bathroom had like vintage plumbing um but like everything was clean so they were just like whatever who fucking cares cares? we're only gonna be here at night yeah yeah um and they said they found it kind of like enchanting like it was neat like like they're just like this is kind of weird and cool this would be a cool story to tell people live for it live for it yeah so um when he goes to pay the bill 
<laughs> he, that would be weird. This is a time slip. He realizes that the entire bill is only 19 francs, which is $3 in 1979 money. Wow. Okay. And he's just like, fuck, yeah. This is awesome. So he's trying to tell these people, like, no, no, I'm paying for all of us. Yeah. And the guy's just like, no, no, you're good. Like, you're good, even though they don't have, like, the same language. So it's, it's getting kind of weird. Um, so they realize that the when they're leaving that the street is just as empty as it was when they when they arrived um and <laughs> on their way back they decide they're going to try to stop at the same hotel yeah right I would. yeah I so mean, let's go back to the vintage hotel with the insulating for three dollars <laughs> oh yeah you're right, yeah, right? My husband would be like the three dollar one you got it bitch let's go <laughs> we'll we'll move in which <laughs> cheaper than our rent 100 especially in florida right now so they go and they can't find it. It just doesn't exist anymore. There is no road. There's no hotel. There's nothing. And nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. And they're like, no, we took pictures here. We have proof. Mm-hmm. Except Do they when, have the pictures? No. When they go to develop the pictures, they're not there. There's no negatives. There's no nothing. The pictures are gone. How many of them is it? Two? Four, four of them. Four? Okay. Yeah. So just four of them go... <laughs> The shaken and confused couples finally gave up and found lodging at a hotel in Lyon, uh, which cost them a very modern 247 francs. Yeah, exactly. Not the 19 francs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when they when they tried to develop their their film, that nothing was there. They so then they kind of had this moment of like, did we all have some kind of mass hallucination? <laughs> like like what kind of shit did were we on? Slip to something. Yeah. <laughs> like, did we all like literally get like have the same trip? <laughs> like how did that happen? Um, but like they tried to to go through and like um, explain to everybody in detail like no no like we remember like all of this like minute detailed right. stuff and everybody was just like sure Jan okay, yeah, okay. like Wait, yeah American mm. um, no they were they were English oh okay. And the British are not really one to tell tales. I mean, some of them are. I mean, I, I I'm not going to group them all together, but I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of fucking liars that are English. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, probably not these people. But yeah, so they they tried to tell the story. They tried to talk to paranormal investigators. They tried to get the story out there. But for most people, believe it's bullshit. Most people think that it never happened. They were just Same trying with to like these ladies. They yeah. were like, oh my god, hysterical women. Right. Only this is 1979. So yeah. they were like hysterical men and women? That's not right. No. These women tricked their husbands into <laughs> thinking they drugged they, their husbands. they drugged their husbands and they made them believe things. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. Like I This is my first endeavor into the time slip. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know it was a thing. Me either. I kinda wanna like try to find stories that have more detail. Yeah. Like, but it's really hard. Like I went through like five or six different websites and they all only have like the same yeah, very same limited detail. They well, they tell the story and then people either believe them or they don't because right. nobody grabbed a floppy hat. Exactly. I'm scalping bitches. Yeah. I'm bringing something back. Well, with I'm not me. scalping them. But I'm bringing something back. I'm scalping them up. I know those wigs are fake. I'm snatching Marie Antoinette's snatching 70 pound wig off her head. Because it doesn't seem like they get to stay for very long. So I wonder what it is that they're, if, if anybody out there is like a... Imagine if they were in the hotel when it decided to like disappear. Right, so like you wake is, up in the woods and you're just like, man, that was a hell of a... know that like now you are ready to move on. But to maybe it doesn't. Thing. Maybe it just, they just lucked out in that... 
they were gone by the time the hotel like slippity slopped back into there. It's like they were in a time slip, but then they walked to a different portion of the grounds and they were back in modern times. So maybe it only happens in certain locations. Well, both of these took place in France. That's true. Both of them did take place in France. That's it, people. France is not real. It is a giant time slip. They're so mean. They're angry. They can't stay in the same place for more than five minutes. I would be angry too. All of France is just like it's uh, all the same ten people that just keep slip slapping around. (laughs) They're just flying through time. That's why they're like get out of here. American, ugly coffee, croissant. (laughs) One of our six listeners was listening from. France. Exactly. They just exited. They just exited. Like, and you're like, you. listen to those stupid Americans <laughs> as soon as I heard this. But we're French Canadian. Does that count? We are not French Canadian. Yes, we are. We have French Canadian ancestors. We are French Canadian because we have. My grandfather was French Canadian. I am a French Canadian. Okay. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> we're all. According a, to Canada, I'm a French Canadian. All my people are of some European <laughs> descent. <laughs> And we have a lot my of grandfather people. was born on Prince Edward Island, okay? <laughs> like but Our whole family's been there forever. a lot more diluted than yours, though. Yeah, you're definitely delusional. Oh, wait, diluted, sorry. De- <laughs> Delusioned and diluted now? Disillusioned, diluted, <laughs> whatever. divorce right now. You can't divorce me. I quit. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> All right, so I think, I know those were really short stories, but... We thought the idea was cool of time slips, and we didn't really know anything about it. And it turns out there's not really that many good stories about it. If you know a cool story of a time slip, sorry, she, write it she into don't us. you dare. You just go back to she's sleep. She's watching my baby fidget and sleep. She's, do you hear the, her tone? She's talking to my baby. People. Yeah. She's not just any baby. <laughs> she's a baby with an agenda. And that agenda is to never, ever ever sleep not ever who are you telling i'm just saying that baby has an agenda i don't know what it is yet but i hope she uses her powers for good and not evil that's probably not gonna happen well we'll see she <laughs> likes me though so i'm cool she does like you um all right but if, anyway if you have a story of a time slip send it to us because we <laughs> if you've have... ever slipped into another dimension <gasps> please send shoot us a letter occult stuff podcast at gmail.com another dimension and you haven't written it to us yet i'm actually kind of mad at you yeah i mean we've been a podcast for two whole weeks i've been listening to our podcast and i sound like a valley girl and i want to i want our listeners to know that that is very surprising to me yeah nothing was more surprising to her than the sound of her own voice i really thought it sounded so cool i guess i thought i had like a like a kind of like, hey, like a. Nope. Uh, uh, I thought I was. No, you cool. sound like a Midwestern Valley girl, which is weird because you were born in Florida. Yeah, and raised in North Carolina. Yeah, and this is what happens when you're born in Florida and raised in North Carolina. You become a Midwest Valley girl. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Anyway, I, that's a little tidbit of information I thought I'd share with you. I'm surprised at my voice. And yes. when you see me, I think you'll be surprised too because I'm like a cool looking girl. Okay. <laughs> don't look at my profile picture on Facebook. Stop it. Put your phones away right now. She looks just like every other soccer mom in Wellington. (laughs) But with a past. That's right. (laughs) But I got news for you. Every one of these soccer moms has got a past. Those those are the same bitches. Some of them really haven't ever done shit. And some of them have. And there's no either way. Listen. Good for you. Somebody like me has no... 
no, I can't be pointing fingers at nobody. No judgment here. We have a new thing that we're doing. We're reading stories from our listeners that you guys sent into occultstuffpodcast at gmail.com. And who are we listening to today? We are getting another story from Kristen. Hey, Kristen from the book club. Shout out book club. Oh, Kristen. Do you want to read Kristen's story? I always read seem it. to. I can't see. You have glasses. But I don't wear my glasses to read. Okay. Wow. She just doesn't want to read. This is what she does. No. All right. So not read. Yes. I'm she in said, a book club. She, she, Are you in a book club, bitch? When was the last time you read that book, Shannon? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. All right. So this is what Kristen has to say. Luckily, we are a short podcast today, so we have a long letter. Yeah. We just got all right, we already did we, that. Yeah, we already did that. All right. All right. So this one really doesn't have any spooky vibes, but it's a good one because it ends with me having my kid. All right. Ready. There. Feel free to change any details you'd like to fill the spooky factor. We don't do that here. We don't make things up. <laughs> we just give you the raw data. Yeah, well, good, bad, or ugly. Yeah, and you can make your own decisions at home. Exactly. Feel Not free to fill in your it. own context, and then you can send it to us, and we'll read it again. If you want to make some... shit up and send it to us. <laughs> We're fine with that. Probably. Just make it seem legit. We take you all at face value. All right. Some backstory is required for context. I love how well she's written these to us. A long time ago, in the early 1980s, my parents lost a baby. Aww. My oldest brother, Martin, when he was only a few hours old. That's sad. Yeah. He was premature, but nothing medically was alarming until one of his lungs collapsed and he passed. That is definitely medically alarming. I'm a nurse. I would know. Um, actually, most people would know a collapsed lung is medically I like, alarming. I'm not a fucking nurse. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> I know that's bad. <laughs> uh, my parents were living in London at the time and had to scramble. For funeral, uh, had to scramble for funeral arrangements. Sorry, this comes out weird on my phone, which mm-hmm. is what I'm reading it from. Um, one of my grandparents gives them, uh, gives him their burial plot, and he is buried in upstate New York. We frequently visit upstate New York for family and go to his plot at least once per visit. Uh, fast forward to 2013 for further context. All right, everybody, fast forward. Here we go. <laughs> uh, my husband and I had a really hard time getting pregnant. Well, he's definitely going to have a hard time getting pregnant. Just saying. Um, We started trying for a baby as soon as we got married because at the time, all the babies in our family were little or just born. So we wanted our babies around the same age. Mm -hmm. We don't know anything about that. We just had a family baby boom ourselves. Yes. Uh, We tried everything from dieting, exercising, counting ovulation days. He quit smoking and nothing. Uh, Not even a shadow of a chance that I was pregnant for the whole first four and a half years we were married. For what it's Four worth, years is a long time when you want to have a baby. Yeah. For what it's worth, I was adamantly against any medical intervention. I felt that it, if I wasn't meant to be pregnant, then we would just go the adoption route. Right. Uh, January of 2018, we found out my grandfather had a had a progressed and very aggressive case of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm. Uh, so my husband and I, along with my parents who live in Arizona, fly up to New York State to see him and spend time with him while we still can. Even though it was freezing cold and there was two feet of snow on the ground, uh, we still go to the cemetery to see my brother. Uh, It had been a particularly rough time in that moment in regards to not being pregnant. So in my head while I spoke, prayed, meditated, uh, I don't, I decay however you converse with a dead loved one at their grave. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Same. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the lingo is. Sometimes we just be talking to her. I'd be like, Nana, listen. Yeah, no. Make requests from her as if she has the karmic pull. My mother said, and I quote, the dead can't help you if you don't ask them. And so when I need help, I talk to my mom. I do too. Okay. So um, I asked for a sign if I was doing the right thing. 
And if being a mother or being pregnant wasn't in the cards, I was willing to accept that. I just wanted a sign to either move on with my life or keep trying. Just some kind of indication. Our trip ends and we go home back to our normal lives. A couple months later, Evan convinced me to make a doctor's appointment to find out what's going on with my uterus. <laughs> uh, okay. Evan, uh, I hope you also made a follow-up appointment to see what's going on with that dick, okay? <laughs> um, and if it just so happens that we can't get pregnant, well, we'll then start looking the, uh, into the adoption route. Um, I was very emotional and cried through the conversation. Um, it felt like admitting defeat. Right. So I found a doctor and resolved myself to call the next day. That night, I had a lucid dream. I was in an unfamiliar city, stopped at a crosswalk in a crowd of people. I was lost. I remember feeling confused about where I was and who was around me, and I wasn't paying attention to what was in front of me. Same. Uh, someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, it's time. You need to move. I didn't see this person, but it was a man's voice. I took it as a sign, um, as my sign that was requested earlier in the year. I woke up, and the next morning... I woke up the next morning and called to make my appointment with no issues. I felt confident, wasn't emotional. Uh, my appointment was set for March 13th. Because this was a new doctor, there was a bunch of run-of-the-mill standard stuff I had to do, like the paperwork and a urine test. So I get all that done, and I'm waiting for the doctor. He comes in to meet me um, before doing my exam and asks me about why I'm there. I explained my troubles getting pregnant the past almost five years, and he said, we'll do an exam and see what comes back. Um, okay, then. <laughs> So he leaves and I change into the stupid flimsy paper napkins. Uh, guys, guys, you people, uh, obstetricians offices make bank. You could give us a fucking. Can we have any dignity? Like cloth gown. Please. Like that paper napkin is so humiliating. It really is. It's awful. All right. So. Um, We're with you on that, Kristen. Yeah. Power. Power to you on that. Damn the man. Yeah. Literally. I've been in that paper gown a lot the last two years. Yeah. Um, this is he, she, da, 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 stupid flimsy paper napkin that they make you wear for those appointments. So I'm essentially naked, afraid, and vulnerable. Yes. Yep. yep. And that's um, where they want you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the nurse pops open the door real quick and says something about, says something, but closes the door really quick. So I thought she had the wrong room. She opens the door again and more clearly says, positive result. And I asked her what that means. And she said, you're the last name, <laughs> right? And she checks paperwork. Yeah, you're pregnant. And I scream, go into shock. I start shaking, crying, doing all the emotional things at once. Yay. Yay. Uh, she comes in to give me a hug because I'm probably about to fall off the table. Yeah. And, and, okay, I can't believe you found out you were pregnant in that paper gown. Oh, I'm a little so, mad about that. So awkward. Uh, she then explains that she saw I said I was having trouble getting pregnant. So they did two tests. And both of them came back with strong lines. I was definitely pregnant. After collecting myself, the doctor comes back in and does my exam and then very jokingly says, I don't know how we're going to break the news to your husband, but he really needs to know that you were really pregnant before you got here today. <laughs> oh, that's got jokes. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> He's the funny obstetrician. Like you walk in there, not pregnant, walk out pregnant. pregnant. Mm, that's a little <laughs> sus. Yeah. Um, do, do, do. That's all I remember from my appointment. I got a double cheeseburger on the way home. You've earned it. Uh, you, yeah, I'm sure. Everybody who has to sit through a pap smear or anything where they have to wear a paper napkin during the exam, you deserve all the cheeseburgers you want anything on the way home. Want, yeah. Anything you want. Honestly, you don't eat the fucking cheeseburger, even if you didn't if you have that. If you come back from that appointment not pregnant, yeah. grab a cocktail. Yeah, exactly. 
All right, so that night after getting home, Evan and I just can't contain our excitement. We start calling family to tell them. My mom was at work but figured I'd take a chance on her answering, which she did. I told her the news, and she understandably starts crying. She's so happy, but she can't talk, so she calls me back later when she gets home. I told her everything that happened, and she knew everything, including what I said at my brother's gravesite, as well as the lucid dream I'd had uh, the week before. And she tells me, Kristen, today, March 13th in 1984, was your brother Martin's original due date. Um, In the following week, after I'd gotten my blood test done for my HCG levels, they indicated I was only pregnant for three weeks. I shouldn't have even had a positive pregnancy test at that point. I didn't even miss a period. That pregnancy led me to having my daughter, Remy. The end. Who is, by the way, the cutest kid, and she is one of the only toddlers in um, that group that bosses Lincoln around. He doesn't. She doesn't really even do it on purpose, but he will follow her around. I don't know if we've talked about this, but her not even two year old son is literally in a five toddler. Yeah, he, he is also a six foot giant, <laughs> even though he is the, not even two years old. He's uh, in the 160 percentile, so he's the average. He's size never been on the chart. Field. He's never been on the size chart no. ever. But Remy um, has a authoritative energy around her, and she will be um, the CEO of something. Another fun of fact, Lincoln. <laughs> uh, yeah, another fun fact about uh, Kristen right now. She just found out. She's, She's having another baby? Yeah. I'm telling you, once you pull the plug on that thing, like yeah. once the stopper's well, released. Well, three. And she, and she, I think she was trying for a while. I don't know. I'm not going to tell her. Well, I'm just saying, like, like but yeah. like mm-hmm. it, it happens all the time. Like somebody fights and fights and fights to get pregnant. And they're like, yeah. oh, fuck it. I'm never going to get pregnant. Poof, they're pregnant. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, I'm pregnant again. Oh, fuck. I Your can't stop like, this. Oh, that's what we're supposed to do? Oh, girl, I was just trying to wait for that plug <laughs> to get unstuck. Now, now it's, that's yeah. happening. I told her she's having a boy. So let's put it on the podcast now. Kristen, you are having a boy. Yeah. And I will update you guys in 20 to 25 weeks. Exactly. If I was right or not. Or she'll send us another letter and we'll leave, we'll read it. Or twins. Yeah, or twins. Oh, like Pollock okay. twins. Call it back to another episode. The Pollock twins. I keep <laughs> They're creepy kids. They're creepy looking kids. I can see how you just get stuck with their name. Yeah, if you don't know, um, we try and put out some images to go with Yeah, these. anytime we do a story, we try to like... Throw out a couple th- images. Just so you can kind of get an idea of what we're talking you about. You can Google it yourself, but are you? No, no. you're not. So Shannon handles the, handles the bleh, 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 bleh. Shannon handles the Facebook group, yeah. and I handle our Instagram account. Um, you can find us on fans.link slash occult stuff podcast. That's where all of our social media links are. Um, that's where you can find the main podcast account. So you can figure out what, you know, or how you want to listen to us. Um, if you do listen on iTunes, it's really, really helpful. If you will rate review, subscribe, please, 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 please. Like we're, we're up to 25. Yeah. We we have 10 five star reviews right now. If we could just get 25 of any kind of reviews, that would make us so happy. It would make us feel like at least 25 people listen to this podcast. We're almost to 400 in the Facebook group. Yep. We are almost bookers. Yes, exactly. Only six of them are listening to the podcast, but that's okay. Let us know if you're one of the six, please. Yeah. You'll be or like if you're just there for the camaraderie and the groupness of it, and you don't actually like us screeching in your ear. That's kind of cool too. We don't mind. I don't mind. 
We need I do friends. a little bit. We need my feelings a little bit. <laughs> like, if you can hang out with us in the group, like, you could at least listen to the podcast. They, they were like, they went to episode one, Potato Famine Hot, and yeah. they were like, hey, what's up? We're lesbian. Uh, Incest podcast. And they were like, you know what? I'll support you from afar. Yeah. They're like, look, I can't really be, afford to be involved in this. <laughs> afford they have lesbian incest charges or something and they're like oh i gotta stay 20 feet away from the fuck this podcast yeah i asked about doing book boxes for my uh male male romance readers and one girl was like uh no i can't have that stuff be coming to my house she's like i read that shit on kindle she's like are you kidding me shut the fuck up no speaking of which don't be sending that stuff to my house if you're into male male romance novels if you're into romance novels at all yeah you and should give male male romance a try. Yeah, yeah, if you're not if you're a homophobe, don't listen to our podcast anyway. Yeah. But uh yeah, so um a lot of the big huge male female romance authors are making the switch to male male to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, why yeah. not? Everybody deserves to have a romantic love story. Yeah, I don't listen to I don't read romance, but she's not a very romantic person. If she read more romance novels, her husband would probably be happier. <laughs> he gets taken care of, trust me. Trust me. He's cranky. We wanted to She's cranky. I don't know. Auntie, do you have anything else to say about my sex life? You want me to bring another kid into this? They keep getting angrier. And bigger and bigger. I don't know if I should create any more people. No, you should, you're done. The factory shut down, Shannon. Even if I have to slap an OSHA violation on it. On my vagina? On your vagina. You OSHA I am. I'm going to put a big yellow biohazard sticker on you. They should have done that in my 20s. Yeah. When there was well, many OSHA violations in this Ooh. vagina. Yeah, well, nobody in this family can say they haven't violated a few OSHA standards. Vaginally. Or other. They should have been condemned in yeah. 2010. Hey, I shut down my factory entirely. Sure we're, did. we're undergoing renovations. Blend our dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all we have to say. I swear to God, we're sober. We are. Uh, we should do an after parties one where we're not sober, but Nina doesn't really uh, do anything. Pills? <laughs> come out right prescribed medically necessary it takes about five to six pharmaceutical grade uh pills to make me a human um so (laughs) drinking with those can often make me not human but i'll drink and we'll do an after party yeah with that so i'll um, just get high yeah or you can just get high so just let us know what you're into what you like send us some letters let us yeah. know what you're into even if it has nothing to do with what we're talking about Let's just shoot us a letter honest to god we need somebody to help with the heavy lifting <laughs> sometimes our stories are really short all right guys that's it for today bye bye see you soon